This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's a big week when RHAP is on the road in Chicago. Check out my live show from Chicago. That's going to be up on Thursday, Wednesday night. Shannon Gus is going to be live with you with Kelly Wentworth after Survivor. And we preview the Dondi finale with Dealer No Deal Island host Joe Manganiello all right here on RHAP. We know reality TV. Hey everybody, what's going on? I'm Rob Sesternino back again to talk with you about the week's most interesting news stories here on November 15, 2022 here on News AF. Story is buzzing like it's on crystal meth. It's about to be News AF. If the same old news makes you bored to death, it's time for some News AF. Actual, factual news. Yes, News AF is back once again this week and we've got a lot of great stuff to talk about here with our News AF team. First, let's welcome in a man who, of course, he is Pickleball's top influencer. He is Father Nature and he is freshly shorn. It's Mm -hmm. Tyson Apostle. What's up? Yeah, I actually had this haircut a couple weeks ago, but I guess I've been wearing a hat for you guys. Uh, It's a little short on the side, shorter than I probably Mm -hmm. would have gone, but I had my more like outrageous mullet that was like very voluminous Mm -hmm. and I decided I was done with it. Why? What? Why? Because I had to go in like every three weeks to get a haircut. And generally like I go in every uh, six months, every year to get a trim on my long hair. So I was like, so going every like three weeks to get it trimmed up was annoying. Mm-hmm. So I went in, I was like, let's just shave it all the way off, all off, all the way. And she's like, I can't do that. And I was like, well, just let's just buzz it all the way down. And she's like, nope, I, I refuse to do that to your hair. This is your and personal like, stylist wow. or this yeah. is just, yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, uh, I was like, yeah, but you cut a mullet for me and you didn't want to do that. And she's like, I know. And I admit that I'm wrong. It looks good on you. It looks pretty awesome. Uh, but I can't. I won't shave your hair off. And I was like, let's shave it. And she's like, nope. So I was like, okay, uh, then cut it short. I don't want to have to come in in three weeks. Let's do like a six week or a two or three or four month thing. Yeah. And she's weird. Okay. So she does this and then she leaves this gigantic mullet on the back, which I, which I didn't really want. I just was like, just kind of carry it down all the way through the back. And she just left it. And I actually had her trim like two or three inches off of the back. Mm-hmm. And so she's happy. Uh, I think it looks fine. It's grown out a little. I well, think it'll look better, better than fine. Thank you. Wow. Yeah. Rob so, is in love with that haircut. I think it's yeah. good. I, yeah. I wish I could pull it off. 
Have you tried it before? I haven't. Yeah. Dude, you have the reluctant hairstylist. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, no, I do. She no. was horrified when I cut my long hair to a mullet and she refused and refused. And finally she was, I was like, I'm doing it. And if it's per- terrible, we'll just shave it all the way off. And she's like, okay, I can do that. And then when she cut it, she was like, it actually looks pretty cool. And then she was like, do not tell anybody that I cut this for you. Wow. I do not want more mullet clients. You're the only mullet client that I'm willing to take. Discrimination much? I mean, come on. <laughs> what does she have against yeah. mullets? Dude, I don't know, but mm-hmm. uh, yeah. And then every time I go in there, all the other girls that are hairstylists, I think are jealous that she actually gets to cut a mullet or something cool because everybody else is just putting like old ladies' hairs and cool and, and tin and foil curlers and mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah, and tin foil. Yeah. So, oh, thank you, Cameron Huntsman. Yeah, Cameron uh, said it looks great and gave me ten dollars. Is this what OnlyFans feels like? Yeah, <laughs> I think so. Yeah, <laughs> probably more. That felt degrading. great. That really felt great. Yes. Tyson, <laughs> I feel like you maybe did your stylist take some sort of like a stylist oath at a beauty school where that she said that she will never like do a, a hairstyle that she does not believe will look good. Like the Hippocratic oath. For yes. Stylist. She could because she does do that from time to time, but she's the only person I've ever been to in my life that I haven't. of the time needed to put a hat on as I left the place, like put a hat in my car, go get my haircut, go out to my car, put my hat on and leave it on for two weeks straight. So like, I would say like 60% of the haircuts I've gotten from her have been strong enough that I felt very good about not wearing a hat as soon as I got out. Mm -hmm. The true test of a haircut. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wow. I would never even imagine bringing a hat to go after I came out of a haircut. Really? That's standard play. Danny, you don't leave a hat in your car or take one in with you? Well, I came in with a hat most likely, so yeah. it will be around. But if I can leave the, without a hat, like Tyson said, that is a good haircut. That's the sign of a good haircut mm-hmm. when you're like, shit, bro, I got to leave without this hat. It looks so good. Like, And literally, this is the only stylist I've ever felt that with. And the fact that I felt that multiple times with her, with her haircuts is a very good omen. What a relationship. Yeah. yeah. Do you think the stylist is watching for that? Like, oh, he put the hat on, put the hat on, doesn't like it. If it's a really, really bad haircut, I will purposely put a hat on at, before oh, I the get shame. out the door. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's like, I'll still tip them, but that's the thing. It's like not tipping someone uh, for food is uh, the equivalent of putting your hat on as soon as you get your haircut. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Oh, there's all this, like, um, these moves that go on at this barber shop. I didn't even know. You didn't about. know? No. Who knew yeah. it was so complicated? I didn't know. Okay. Yeah. And oh. you don't need to wash your hair the day before you go in because they're going to wash it for you anyways. Mm-hmm. Mm, no, I don't agree with that. I think it's like brushing your teeth before you go to the dentist. You think? I don't think so. You extend. I don't think so. When there was a bunch of beef jerky between your teeth, Tyson. <laughs> yeah. But are you, do you have <laughs> a bunch of beef would. jerky in your hair? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Danny. <laughs> Sand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Come on, Danny. Like my hair is gets so greasy after one night. Also so disgusting. You know how they always style it and quaff it up yeah. after you get your hair cut? You can forego that. Why wait? Like the, that's what I pay for. I can't quaff myself. Really? I don't like the quaffing because I don't like all the product in my hair. I'm just not a quality quaffer. So mm-hmm. I need them to do that. So when they come up and start slapping the glop on their hand, I'm like, oh, no need. You just saved 20 minutes 
and I saved having to go home and shower this out of my hair. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. All right. So well, lots of little tricks there. If you want to go to the salon with me sometime, Rob, and you can see all of them, we should yeah. do it. Okay, let's do it. Let's also welcome in a guy that we haven't even said hello to yet formally. Don't have to. Mr. Vascular from his new office. Here he mm-hmm. is, Danny Bryson. No longer in the closet. No longer in my wife's sewing room. No longer in the bolt hole where it all started. Now I'm in my office. It was a little unnatural. I got to be honest. It's like putting on a pair of like mm-hmm. I don't know, new clothes. Yeah. Starchy. So you had is- an office this whole time. I do where I edit videos and that's where I am right now, but it's mm-hmm. taken so much work to get to this point. I have like a camera, I have a different microphone. I have a preamp. It's like 10 times the work. Mm-hmm. Why haven't you just set up shop there to begin with? Because it's too voluminous, 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 cavernous, it's a cavernous, it's giant. And the audio is terrible. Mm-hmm. And so, um, yeah, yeah, I've avoided it. But okay. Now, but you could fix that, Danny. I'm trying. I'm working on yeah. it. Maybe you just need like an area rug. I do have a rug. Mm, okay. Mm. What about some of that foam uh, soundproofing? Yeah. But okay. my office looks pretty good. I can't put the foam in there. Yeah. yeah. We'll no. work this out. You got high ceilings, maybe? Very high. Very high ceilings. Okay. All right. Uh, well. High enough for actually probably for a skeleton. I could probably put a skeleton in here. Ooh, oh. a 12 skeleton. Yeah. Wow. When they built this room, they specifically gave the uh, measurements for the, <laughs> the skeleton. skeleton. <laughs> yeah. That's the storage room. Every home in the future will be built with a room to yeah, store 12, the skeleton. Yeah, 12 feet tall. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, I am also very jealous that I heard a rumor that you two got together over the weekend. Yep. That's Tyson true. and I hung out. Um, we had a play date and mm-hmm. we brought our daughters along and we went sledding up uh, by where Tyson goes when he comes here. Yeah. Yeah. That was the, the only place in Utah with snow and it was pretty fun. It was like the perfect sled hill for the girls and uh, they became fast friends. I was actually surprised how fast they decided that they would tolerate each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm surprised. My girl can be kind of mean. Oh, so I was well, worried. Yeah, Bergen uh, left and said, and I, I said, is Rome your best friend? And she's like, yeah, she's one of my new best friends. Yeah, and so, Bergen gave my daughter a picture of her favorite animal that she drew herself, a donkey. Wow. Yeah, which is a weird, that's <laughs> Danny's daughter's favorite animal is a donkey. <laughs> yeah, she changed it recently. It used to be a cat. And then about a week ago, she asked me if I knew what her favorite animal was. And I said, a cat. And she said, no, it's a donkey. And and what is the reasoning there? I don't know if there is a reason. Why would anyone like a donkey? It's the worst of the world. Yeah, it's worse than a horse. Is it a Shrek (laughs) thing? Shrek had a popular donkey. Yeah, that's actually a good point. It could be a Shrek thing. Maybe Mm -hmm. she just loves donkey on Shrek. Mm -hmm. But is he lovable? People like Eddie Murphy. Yeah. Yeah. Funny. Mm -hmm. Comic relief. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's funny. So anyway, we had a good time. We hung out. Tyson made hot chocolate for all of us. Oh. It was delicious. Yes. Your favorite, Danny. Danny's favorite. My favorite. How did I do? Because that's probably the first time I've made hot chocolate in a long time. I mean, I prefer it with milk, but for watered yeah, milk, yeah. Watered hot chocolate, pretty good. Mm-hmm. Good. Like, did you have a recipe, Tyson, or you just brought packets with you? I had packets. Yeah, we had packets. Mm-hmm. So no recipe. Yeah. 
Was it like a cabin? Did you stay over? Yeah, it was a cabin. Yeah. I just came up for a couple hours. Okay. Danny came out and hung out, but we stayed up there. It's kind of close to my parents' house. And Mm -hmm. uh, so my friend who lives here locally, who uh, Danny and I both know from Utah, he needed one more trip to get flight status on United for 2023. So this is why that trip even happened is because he was like, I need one more trip to get my flight status. Mm -hmm. And I was like, yeah, so he got his miles. We got a trip. Great. Yeah. Okay. Well, sounds like it was a lot of fun. Did you have like one big sled or like lots of little sleds? Oh yeah. Tyson thought he had sleds. I I thought I had sleds. And my sled was the only sled. Mm -hmm. Yes. Which was fine because there weren't that many kids there. Yeah. Uh, but there used to be sleds at the cabin that we were staying at and then there were none. So yeah. Uh, yeah. Danny, what's your sled? Oh, it, they're called uh snow boogie boards or snow, snow boogie boards. Yeah. And actually this, that brand of sleds got me on Mr. Beast's uh, channel, which I may have mentioned. Yes. Remember? Got Kids you that, on there. Uh, I am on Mr. Beast's rea- video reaction channel. <laughs> And it's because he thought I was taking a boogie board down the mountain. Wow. But what he didn't realize is that the sled is called boogie sleds or something like that or sled oh. boogie. And what did Mr. Beast say about you? Well, it's like a 10 second clip and all he says, oh my gosh, can you see, you know, look at these guys going down this mountain. Cause we are going down a pretty extreme mountain. It wasn't uh, when I was with you. Was it no, uh, no, one of it the was, NASA shoots? Yes, it was. It was the second NASA shoot. I was there. No, it was the one on Timp where we sledded down the base of Timp. And so, oh, you yeah, and that. Matt. Yeah, that got me uh, mad respect for my kids wow. and their friends. I made it on Mr. Beast's mm-hmm. review, yeah. second yeah. channel. So, big, big deal. That and sniping someone on Fortnite has meant more to my kids than any <laughs> fatherly gesture I've ever done. Yeah. And was Mr. Beast mocking you? Was he like, look at this idiot? Oh, no, he was impressed. Yeah. Because again, he thought we were going down this really steep mountain on a boogie board for the beach. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. Well, congratulations on that, Danny. Yeah, I peaked. I peaked. Mm -hmm. That was about a year ago, and everything's kind of gone downhill since. Mm. Yeah. And I know this is going to age me. Yeah. I'm aware of Mr. Beast, but I have no idea what he does at all. I know he makes YouTube stuff, but that's like the extent of it. He's pretty good. You know, it might take too long to explain the uh, premise, but when you get a minute, watch an episode. Mm -hmm. He's beloved. He's yeah. much beloved and didn't okay. want to sell his YouTube channel for $1 billion. Yeah, I would have. I would have sold that immediately. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, from what I read, I think it was, that was kind of a low ball offer for uh, the amount of, uh, that he makes on YouTube. Hmm. Billion dollars. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe he was hoping to win the Powerball <laughs> instead and have both the best of both worlds. Maybe. Okay. Uh, let's talk about some of our top stories at this hour. Tice, I know when you're not, vacationing in utah i know you like mm-hmm. to spend a lot of time in hawaii i do mm-hmm. well i haven't been to hawaii for a while but hold yes. off hold off on heading back because okay. there's a big issue the fire ants are on the move tyson that doesn't bother me no no they're venomous tyson i've been stung or bit by fire ants before and it mm-hmm. does it the name does is Correct. It does feel like a burning sensation, like somebody's jabbing a hot poker into your skin. Yeah. Okay. Well, they are on the move and uh, they are taking hold at Wailua State Park. Do we know what island that is? Uh, 
there, I think Wailua State Park, that's on all of the islands. Okay. All right. Well, uh, I'm not sure on which island in particular. Maybe it's all of them. Are they, yeah, the ants, all of them. Did the ants have that kind of, um, you know, um, are they able to deploy across all the islands? Oh, yeah. No. Every yeah. stick is a boat. That's true. Mm-hmm. Or ants. True. Maybe they could create one of those crazy ant bridges, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You ever seen those bridges the ants make? I've seen them. I mean, it's insane. Yeah. They could do that all the way to another island. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so the ants are on the move uh, and they are um, really making people running scared uh, because they have a venomous sting, uh, which can cause painful welts and blisters. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they, they, they're everywhere. Uh, you can, um, they could rain down on you from, uh, I guess, up in trees. Yeah, that'd be horrifying. That would be terrible. Mm-hmm. So I've been bit by them. Like if you go out in flip-flops in the grass in Hawaii or something, they'll kind of like come up uh, your leg a little bit and give you a little couple warning nibbles. Uh, and it's painful. And sometimes I've been, you know, stung by like 20, 30 of them on the foot at the same time. Whoa. The second you get them off of your skin, it's a pretty immediate like uh, uh, relief. So That's yeah, great. Like, yeah. It doesn't seem they existed there until 1999. Mm-hmm. Someone brought an ant farm over, perhaps? Yeah. Wow. Not, not they, ideal. They believe the infestation begun at a private home. Can you imagine being that guy who owned that home and brought fire ants to Hawaii? Mm-hmm. And they took That's all really the annoying. Yeah. Why couldn't well, you leave your fire ants then? home? Because it was an emotional support fire ant. Oh. <laughs> an ant farm. They took over. Yeah. 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 Um, and so the the scientists are concerned they're going to spread down the river and uh, they feel like that Hawaii could be a paradise, not just for humans, but for the fire ants. It is. It is a paradise for fire ants, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. It's a problem with Hawaii. It could potentially turn into a Florida. Pythons everywhere, herds of herpes infested monkeys, because mm-hmm. there's no natural predators to mm-hmm. stop all of these infestations. Yeah, that is true. Do we know what is the natural enemy of the fire ants? What would eat the fire ants? I mean, there's probably there's probably stuff that eats them in Hawaii, but like birds and mm-hmm. other insects, maybe. Although they probably eat a lot of insects too. Mm-hmm. Uh, You're a bird, though, and you had the choice between eating human garbage and ants. That's just true. Like human garbage would be preferred. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, um, they're also warning travelers to Hawaii to keep an eye out on their cats and dogs because the fire ants will attack them also, especially around the eyes. Oh, always wow. around the eyes. Sweet, sweet eye juice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you- if you're a fire ant and you're looking for an opening to bite uh, an animal, they're covered in fur. That's not going to be very effective to bite their fur. Mm-hmm. So you got to go for the eyes. Eyes. Yeah. Penis. <laughs> oh, my God. Could you imagine? <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, so be on the lookout uh, if you are visiting Hawaii uh, for the fire ants. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda, whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe every day at sax.com. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU's learning environments are designed for supportive networking and collaboration. With over 330 academic programs, GCU provides a path to help you fulfill your dreams. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Find your purpose at GCU. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu. Uh, let's talk about the story. I, I think this is, guy is a hero. I don't know. Maybe some other people are not as proud of him. That there is a Chinese grandpa who ran a marathon in three and a half hours. And all the while, he was chain smoking cigarettes. Very Hero. cool. Mm-hmm. I don't want my kids to smoke, but uh, people like this just prove <laughs> like you could be old and tough. Anyone who's older and does something <laughs> is cool, but do it with a cigarette in your mouth. Mm-hmm. Coolness factor just went up like two yeah. times. <laughs> Listen, uh, do we have video of him? Because was he inhaling the cigarette yeah, every I, time? Or did he just yeah. have it? So, okay. So here's, uh, let me show you uh, what's going on here. Okay. Here he is. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he was chain smoking the entire race, Tyson. Now, is three and a half hours a good time for the marathon? Yeah, that's yeah, pretty, it's pretty good. decent. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's pictures of people sm- handing cigarettes uh, on the Tour de France. Yes, now, from the olden days, they used the to believe days, that yeah. smoking uh, would open your lungs a little bit, a little increase bit. your intake. Uh, that's been debunked, and uh, there are no health benefits to smoking cigarettes now. Hmm. But the news has not reached. Um, I mean, Uncle they do Chet. maybe. Yeah, they help you like lose weight, Tyson. I mean, that's, that's maybe pretty yeah. good. Yeah, uh, yeah. Depete in the chat does say how annoying it would be to run next to him, and that is yes. true. Like, can you imagine, like, in his exhaust <laughs> the whole time? Do you think that maybe that was part of his strategy? Of hey, I'm going to chain smoke, and then everybody around me is like uh, going to not be used to all this secondhand smoke in their face. That could be. That could be. Mm-hmm. How many did he smoke? Because we should get Guinness on board. Like the most okay. cigarettes smoked while Let running a marathon. <clears throat> yeah. So they call him Uncle Chen. Okay. Mm -hmm. Uh, He ran the entire 26.2 miles, either smoking or lighting up a cigarette when he wasn't smoking. And um, that was his reprieve, was lighting. Yeah. Yes. Okay. And um, let's see. He didn't run out of cigarettes either. Hmm. Naturally. That's pretty good. No. You got. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) He probably had a goal time and he was like, okay, I can smoke a cigarette in 10 minutes. Uh, so I'm going to need, uh, let's see, 18, 19, 20, 21. I'm going to need 21 cigarettes. Let's do 20 yeah, he and I'll run faster. Yeah. yeah. Also, he had done this twice before, 2018 and 2019. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he knew his cigarette to mileage ratio was pretty well. Yeah. Right. So in three and a half hours, that's probably a couple of packs of cigarettes. Are they on his person? Or do you think that like the, he, there were people like where instead of like a cup of water, like people had like a pack of cigarettes for him to yeah. take? Yeah, see it in his pocket. Yeah. 
I'm pretty sure I can see the outline of that sweet, sweet menthol. Yeah. Oh, you think they're menthol? <laughs> okay. That would be his next trick. That would be hardcore. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So some people are thinking that the cigarettes, uh, because the last marathon he did was three hours and 32 minutes. They think that maybe the cigarettes are helping his performance. Mm, I would argue against that, but mm-hmm. maybe it's what keeps him going. Yeah. Do you think that maybe yeah. this is the only time he's allowed to smoke, Tyson? Oh, that could be too. But Outside. then wouldn't he run slower? Maybe. I don't know. Maybe he's like, uh, that. okay, I'll quit smoking, but I'm only going to smoke when I'm running marathons. Doesn't yeah. look happy. I mean, few people running a marathon do. But. Yeah. Marathons aren't fun to run. So maybe this is what he's doing. Maybe he's, he's, uh, his only pleasure from running, mm-hmm. which he knows is good for him, is to smoke cigarettes. So he has to do it's both. It's the yin and yang. It balances mm-hmm. out the running cancels out the dangers and risks of smoking. So yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So maybe should the surgeon general come out and say, this is the only (laughs) safe way to smoke cigarettes is during marathons. (laughs) I think there's too much liability currently to, (laughs) to make a statement like that, but Mm -hmm. who am I, you know? Yeah. This guy's got a pretty Uh, good haircut too. Yeah. He has a great haircut. Do you think that his, uh, he has a special fit bit, uh, that tells him when he's smoking a new cigarette and what his pace for smoking a cigarette <laughs> is. Yeah. It doesn't look like he has a wearable device on him, but maybe it's like goes around like his chest or the cigarette itself measures speed and time. Yeah. It's so like I'm halfway through this. That means I've got a mile and a half. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So very impressive, uh, Uncle Jen. Cool on, guy. Yeah, cool guy. Cool, cool Uncle Grandpa figure. Okay. Uh-huh. Now, they don't make them like they used to anymore uh, for guys like Uncle Jen. And uh, we got some, uh, you know, upsetting news uh, just this okay. morning about how humanity is in a little bit of trouble because it seems like the sperm counts overall are declining and have been in decline for some time. Danny, mm. a- any thoughts on, uh, on this news? I haven't counted mine recently. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you haven't. So Should I you? can't, I can't say whether or not this is true personally. Yeah. But they say that it's right here. It's pretty shocking. Halved in 40 years. The count has halved in 40 mm-hmm. years and the rate of decline is accelerating. Yeah. However, so, also oh. this week, we found out Earth's population hit a yeah. record high of billion. 8 billion. So is this not good news? Also, Nick Cannon doesn't seem to be affected by this. Boom. Thank you. Thank you. This mm-hmm. is bad news. 8 bad billion news. is a lot. Eight, well, eight, well, 8 billion is a lot, but now the, but the, sperm, the sperm count is, I mean, hopefully, is way Hopefully down. that's the balance right there, you know? I mean, hopefully uh, it doesn't go to zero. Yeah. Well, the thing is that what we have is... We have plastic everywhere. Mm-hmm. Plastic is in the water we're drinking. Our bodies are saturated with plastic in our bloodstream, mm-hmm. plus the other pollutants, plus the other chemicals. Everything we have uh, soaks into our system somehow. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not surprised by this news. Guys, yet. is there a doctor in the chat who can verify that I'm correct when I read this and it says 40 million per milliliter? Mm-hmm. That I mean, seems like a lot. Sounds like a lot of sperm. It's the population of New York every time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That so it's gone down you, to twenty you, million. You, you oh, no, 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 sorry. That means that it, your 
fertility is compromised if it falls below 40 million. Below 40 million. Yeah. Hmm. Seems like a lot. That, 40 I mean, million of anything. Yeah, I think there's a lot. That's a lot. And so, yeah, yeah that the, the sperm counts are going down and people don't know why. And people um, are worried if they're like, it dropped down to like 12. People, people don't know if, why. If your sperm count is 12. Yeah, like at 12, 15. Mm -hmm. But That's if, you're, bad. I'm, if I'm still at 20 million, and obviously I don't understand reproductive science at all, mm -hmm. but anything in the millions still seems ginormous. Well, uh, let me explain it in a language that you can understand, Danny. Please do. Hundreds of millions of lottery tickets are bought every day. Okay. Yep. Yeah. And people do not win the lottery every day. Okay, but the lottery isn't like a physical competition to the heart of an egg, right? <laughs> but it kind of, I mean, metaphorically, it, it could not, be. There is some luck involved, but there's also, you know, like strength, endurance. Uh -huh. And mm -hmm. that's the thing with winning the lottery too. Like you're going to play one time, sure, give up. But you're going to keep playing and keep playing and keep playing for that, Billy. Now you're on to something. Yeah. Okay. I mean, you basically won the lottery just by being here. Yeah. That's very, very or true. Or by having children. Mm -hmm. Cosmic lottery. Yeah. Well, mm -hmm. I think that, no, I think you like the odds are stacked in your favor in terms of like uh, having children because, you know, you're deploying 40 million uh, and just one has to get there. And I yeah, know that's what they're saying that below 40 million, that's almost not enough. Yeah. yeah. But you were once upon a time, you were one of the 40 million vying for that top spot. And you got it. You got it. Congratulations, Danny. Probably, yeah, the greatest competition I've ever won. Mm -hmm. The prize is mortality. Forget Powerball. Yeah. yeah. You already got <laughs> this going. Yeah. Painful existence uh, and an excruciating death. Mm -hmm. That's what you've won. Potentially. Yeah. So yeah, they don't know exactly why. Uh, among the theories are things like smoking, drinking, obesity, poor diet. That could also play a role. Uh, oh, and man. so, yeah. Call, I mean, uh, I bet Uncle Chen, I bet he's got many children. Yeah, he's a boss, dude. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so uh, definitely something to keep an eye on. But maybe look, this is like uh, things are gonna be you know a little more balanced out. We got too many really, people. Really hard to count that like through a microscope. One, two. Oh, yeah, they probably just over. like count like a section and then grids. Yeah, kind of like they count at rallies. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Rally, they grid yeah. it out. Okay. Okay. So, I don't know, maybe we should be coming up with ways to try to uh, be boosting the sperm counts. Make sure you're wearing, what, boxers, not briefs. Yeah, that's good mm -hmm. sage advice. Mm -hmm. is, that, is that true, though, for sure? Stay out of hot tubs. Yeah, I think that you want to have a colder temperature for mm -hmm. the uh, mm -hmm. sperm factory. Don't run marathons true. in briefs mm -hmm. while smoking. Mm -hmm. okay. Yeah, that's bad. That's, that's bad. bad. Okay. Um, so... Yeah, these, uh, you know, these issues are an issue, not necessarily for couples that are trying to, uh, you know, have children now, but they might be a problem for society in the next 50 years as there are uh, less and less people there to uh, contribute to the global population. Contribute to my social security. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm. Okay. All right. So, all right, Danny. That you're talking about, uh, you know, uh, your social security and getting money in the future. And so there's a study that was done as to whether or not money can buy happiness. Yes. Yes. Okay. It can. Yes, it can. Tyson says yes. Wow. They, they gave people $10,000 and tried to see if it made people happy. Uh, 10,000 is not necessary. 
Easy, Tyson. Maybe not for you, high roller. No, listen here. A wise man once told me that the saying money can't buy happiness was created by the rich to keep the poor complacent with their existence. This man was Danny Bryson. Secondly, Danny. Yeah, Danny said that. Secondly, uh, $10,000 will bring anyone some amount of happiness, but that will be fleeting. But if you have so much money that it can never go away, that's true happiness right there. <laughs> Is that right? Wow. Yes. Yeah. So like, let's say $10,000. What are you doing with $10,000? you are going to go get something cool. You're going to have a cool vacation. Probably paying off debt. Paying oh. off debt. That's not going to feel that cool then. If you pay off some debt, but that's going to feel kind of cool. Getting rid of the stress of yeah, the, the crushing debt on is your, where I think yeah. the happiness comes from. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Pay down that interest. What they found was that people who had the least amount of money it made the biggest difference in making them happy. Yeah, because a dollar the ten thousand. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, for sure. Ten thousand bigger the spread. Right. Yeah. Yeah. If you Tyson's going to need at least five hundred million. <laughs> that's where he is in his life. Yeah, he would be so happy. But I would be so happy. You'd finally see me smile again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So people they How found much? people that were in lower income countries gained three times more happiness uh, yes. with the ten thousand dollars than those in higher income countries. Sure. Yeah. No, I one hundred percent agree. And uh it's also like uh I had a very good run at some slot machines uh, a couple uh mm-hmm. months ago. I was up to a $19,000 profit. That felt amazing. I ended up waffling and kind of dipping down to like a $12,000 profit. And I'll have to say, I was a little disappointed that I didn't leave with 19000 And that kind of took a lot of the joy out of the 12000 for me. Oh, mm-hmm. so sad. Yeah. yeah. Uh, in this story, the money was donated by some wealthy donors. Yes. $2 million. And at the very end of the article, it says that uh, the people who gave the money also saw, felt happiness. No, saw their satisfaction improved. Yes, by an average of 0.36 points per person. What does that mean? Like yeah. point very small, very small. It's like, what? What is that? How? So how? this is what yeah. this is. So let's say, uh, Danny, you're Mister Moneybags, and Rob and I are part of this study. Oh, wait, yeah. sorry, Tyson, yeah, Tyson, yeah, hold on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I had it backwards. Wealthy donor satisfaction decreased by an estimated oh, decreased. 0.16. Sorry, I jumped to the paragraph above of it. Of course, 0.16. the satisfaction decreased. Somebody put up $2 million for a totally obvious study that we could have told the answers to before they even did it. No, but that's not always true, Rob. This is where this dissatisfaction comes from. So, Danny, you're Mr. Moneybags. You're oh, gonna give. You. You're gonna give uh, Rob five hundred thousand dollars and me five hundred thousand dollars. Awesome. Then you kind of get to see mm-hmm. what we do with it. Uh, it destroys both of our lives. Oh my we god! Spend it unwisely, <laughs> and we also no. spend it in ways that you think are not the ways money should be spent. Your joy plummets, Danny, mm-hmm. and that's where so, that happens. Yeah. So when you donate money to someone or something, and they use it in a way that you think is for the betterment of themselves or humankind or their family or those around them, you feel the joy yeah. but when you give it to them and they immediately blow it uh, on something that you don't agree with, uh, then you, your joy decreases and you regret it. 
I agree. I yeah. think that if you're going to give money to someone, you have to have zero expectations, how they will spend it or if they will ever give it back. That's the only way to be happy as the donor. I okay. also think the donor, their net worth is going to be correlated to how, how uh, dissatisfied they are by this study. So if the person who donated $2 million has $10 trillion, yeah, they're 0.1 disappointed. But if the person who donated $2 million has $3 million, they would be 90% disappointed. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, not 0.1. So that's the thing. So all of these uh, numbers are solely dependent on the dollar amounts of every other variable. Okay. A couple of things. And it's uh, percentage as a total. Yeah. Yes. Danny, if you gave Tyson and I $500,000 each, I will spend it exactly the way you tell me to spend it. Okay? Wait. Mm, no, that won't work because now neither of us will be happy. Why? I'm doing what you wanted. No, it's too hard. The control, the resentment, it just doesn't work out. Yeah, I have to be okay with more. you spending that. Yeah, I have to be okay with you spending that money however you want. The nope. minute I insert my control, I think that you become upset. No, you have to donate that. You give him the money. You have your hopes for what he's going to do with it. If he meets those hopes, you are then satisfied. If he doesn't, then you are dissatisfied. Even if you donate the money, already parting with it, knowing that it's a donation and that you may as well flush that down the toilet, there's still a part of you that's going to resent Rob for spending it improperly or be excited and gain joy from watching Rob spend it in the way that you think is the best in for Like Rob. I would be annoyed if I gave you $500,000 Rob and you used it to pay off your student loans. Like that might make you happy, but I'd be like, mm -hmm. Dude, what a waste. Like I really? took it and you turned around and uh, you did some awesome Danny, trip with it. I mean, do you know how many years I had to go to podcasting college? I yeah. know. Exactly. You had to there borrow, was only and borrow one and borrow. Mm -hmm. There was only one unaccredited school at the time in the <laughs> early 2000s. And so it was really hard to get into back then. Mm -hmm. But I think that I would, if he spent, if he was like, oh, I'm going to get rid of my student loans. That I, for me, I would be satisfied. That'd be like, okay, that's a debt that's been weighing over him. He's probably thought he was never going to pay that off. And he did. And now you can see he's happier. He didn't do anything ridiculous with it, like buy a fleet of Lamborghinis for that his pals. Awesome. Again, I can't take, I can't really see the joy that Rob would feel losing all of his podcast degree, you know, uh, yeah. the money that he borrowed for that. If we could bottle that filling up in a pill that then got sent back to me and I got to take it and share oh. in that release of stress, then yeah, mm -hmm. now I'm interested. Okay. Maybe a flavor pen. Mm -hmm. They can shoot some flavors in that represent the lack of stress Rob now has. Yeah. All right. So some interesting news there uh, out of that study. Then... Okay, uh, let's, uh, okay, we've talked about Tyson's hair. Okay, mm -hmm. uh, so a world's record uh, may have fallen uh, this past week. Crystal Gale law, uh, lost the world record for longest hair? No, well, well longest oh, beard. Oh, okay. This is a beard chain. Yes, okay. Uh, so some people in Wyoming got together to create a uh, beard chain uh, that was, uh, 150 feet long. 
Did you How see the pictures work? of it? Look okay. at it. Do you tie your beards together? Yes. They tied their beards together. They mm-hmm. became beard brothers. So you have your beard parted down the middle, split down each side, so you could tie it one to one. Yeah, end that's one exactly end. right. Have you seen a beard chain before, Tyson? No, but it's the only way it would make sense because if you tied your whole beard to someone else's whole beard, then you'd just be mm-hmm. staring at them in How the face. How have you lived this long and not seen a beard chain? <laughs> that's <laughs> true. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, what would but, be really impressive would be people who intertwine their chest hair and created a chest hair chain. Does anybody have chest hair long enough to be able to I do that? I don't know. That's what would make it so spectacular. Yeah. Yeah. Or shoulder hair. Okay. The world's longest beard chain uh, allegedly has happened. I don't know if there was a previous one. Huh. Um, and there, yeah. In all of mankind's history, there's definitely been several beard chains attempted. Yeah. I can mm-hmm. tell you right now, I don't think I'd like being at this place no. where they're all at. I'd be yeah. disgusted. It looked gross. Yeah. I have friends that have beards that I love. I love them. Their beards are great because they're part of them. But in general, I don't think that being around an entire beard posse uh, is uh, my speed. Yeah. Also, food and crumbs yeah. in the beard. There's a lot well, of beard crumbs. Just like there, if, 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 this, if you're traveling to Casper, Wyoming to be part of the beard chain, I already know you're not my style of person. <laughs> yeah. How do you go up to uh, guys to recruit them to be in the beard chain? Uh, I think, have you hey, ever man, watched... Sweet beard. Yeah, let's be uh, link. Brother. Let's link like they do on that sh- uh, blue alien show that uh, Michael Bay or whoever created so long ago. <laughs> Avatar? Avatar. Yes. You have to be really good Did they do beard chains on Avatar? They do hair links. Oh, yeah. Where they plug their hairs into each other and then that creates a whole thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. So you think that maybe by tying your beard together, you do absorb or become energy one. Like it's synergy between you. Yeah. Gross. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you think that there's one guy with like a super small beard here and he's feeling emasculated because so guys on his side have to make up for his oh, lack We can of barely tie it. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think like maybe you get a little closer? Your, your beard's kind of short. Maybe come back next year or you wait out on the outside. And if we need you for the world record, we'll come get you. Mm-hmm. They should do an old man eyebrow uh, chain. Oh, yeah. You know, like when you get really old, your like eyebrow <laughs> hair grows out two or three inches. Mm-hmm. That would just be three people tied in a triangle. <laughs> Listen, what you need here to make this a true world record, these guys have to live like this for a week. Oh, yeah. A couple well, weeks. The previous record was 62 feet. So they have more than doubled uh, the previous beard chain. This Maybe is they- more a contest of how many people you, how many strangers you feel comfortable approaching for a mm-hmm. beard chain. That's yeah. more of the record than like tying your beards together. Mm-hmm. And then is there some type of cleanliness thing that they have to go no. into beforehand? It's a, just an on your honor system that you don't have lice and bed bugs and fleas and whatever. Right. Uh, I mean, this is taking place uh, outside of the natu- the National Beard and Mustache Championship. So I think everybody there is pretty well. This is an, wait, well, hold on. Yeah. This is an unsanctioned. Unsanctioned. Oh, it's unsanctioned. This is off Broadway. This is backroom beard tying. I mean, I don't know if that yeah. is a safe way to practice beard tying. Like, like going to an unaccredited podcast school. Yeah, you have to mm-hmm. go back where they do the cockfights. You have to rub it in. Tuesday and Thursday to do your beard <laughs> chain. <laughs> mm-hmm. In that back room. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, 150 feet long, according to the newspaper. Okay. How many people were in that? And we have the length of the beards, but how many people? Yeah. 
We know. Um, let me see if I can find it. Um, I, I will say I think it's a little suspicious uh, that the place they gathered was called Gaslight Social. Yeah, that doesn't. Yeah, mm-hmm. but if we could find out how many people, I'd like to get an average like beard length. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Hundred and something feet with like twenty people. Well, your beard had to be eight feet long. They said for no way. Know. Yeah. How many people have eight foot long beards? Uh, I'm sorry, eight, eight inches long. Oh, oh, <laughs> I also was looking at the pictures like this, this isn't top, a picture of the event. Yes. <laughs> yeah, eight inch, eight, eight, you have to have a beard that's at least eight inches long. Because if it's eight feet long, you can yeah. do the math there. That's all the, uh, you're only going to need like 20 people. I feel like that's very meager. I don't mean to like, uh, like beard oh, shame. Oh yeah, let's see you grow a beard that's eight, eight inches, inches long. I wouldn't want to, but also not going to be tied in the beard chain. Yeah. Well, uh, so they have varying lengths, but you can see that they're basically shoulder to shoulder, mm-hmm. which l- leads me to believe that there's probably like 60 to 70 people there. Wow. Okay. So incredible. Uh, we lived through a history this week as the world's longest beard chain has uh, officially a record they said would never be broken. It was sperm counts declining. This might be a record that stands the for eternity time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. get your world records now <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's really smart mm-hmm. okay and then i got one other uh story here about a uh gaming chair now uh, this mm-hmm. is like a chair for gamers to sit in as uh they are you know playing their many many hours of uh, Xbox or PlayStation, what have you. And so uh, McDonald's has come out. I guess there was an issue with people getting their gaming chairs too greasy. So they came out with this bad boy, which is a oil-resistant gaming chair. Yeah, my suede gaming chairs were just like... Covered in grease. grease? Oh my gosh, yeah. Yeah. I don't mind this, but also like, does it absorb the grease or does it repel it so much that it's hmm. just like sitting it, on like it flows pool. down. So what it does is it doesn't absorb it, but it kind of like, it just works its way down the chair and drips into a jar that you can use later as a candle oh, or, nice. you know, to use it like mm-hmm. to grease the pan or something. Wow. Yeah. They yeah. don't have like an oil catch. They have an oil catch. Thing yeah, like an oil thing. Catch. Yes, exactly. <laughs> that just gathers the oil and you can use it, uh, you know, Mm-hmm. Or whatever. I don't mind this. I would put, I would use this as my office chair here, except for that. Uh, probably not the logos and stuff. Yeah. Everything should be grease proof, oil proof, stain proof. You know, uh, they say officially, they say, well, and they then, call it an oil free gaming chair. Yes. Right. But you know, how much McDonald's am I eating while I'm gaming? Cause the controllers are not going to be oil free uh, yet. Yeah. Yeah, and so here's yet. another look at this at this chair, Tyson. It's called the McCrispy, right? Mm-hmm. McCrispy mm-hmm. gaming chair. Yeah. Is it a real gaming chair? Yes. It has a fries holder and then also a tray for your sauces also. Okay. So and, and we wonder why sperm count is going down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is not helping to the sperm count. The McCrispy. You you're you're <laughs> gaming so much that you need a special oil-free chair. You got hot grease resistant uh, chair for your nuggets. Nuggets, hot nuggets near your testicles, killing your sperm. You've got grease everywhere, Mm -hmm. blue light, Mm -hmm. bones, Wi Fi shooting right through your testicles. Mm -hmm. It's like, no wonder. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. So that's out there. 
I can't find uh I can't find a one of these for sale anywhere. Hmm. So you don't know people. You know, uh, perhaps uh, this could be like uh, what Danny has described often with these, some of these concept cars uh, that yeah. maybe will never get built. Maybe they only sell it like Harrods or Hemlick or Schlemmer, you know, mm -hmm. the Sky, Sky Mall. I bet, yeah. Is where you buy this. So McDonald's, uh, they released this in a promotional video on Facebook. Uh, so they have not distributed this to retailers yet. Yeah. So that's what I'm looking because I cannot find it, a dollar amount for it anywhere that would make me because I was going to buy. I would have ordered one just yeah, like highly flammable yeah. after like a year becomes mm -hmm. basically an explosive. Mm -hmm. all that because of all the grease. Yeah. Yeah. Why is the chair called McCrispy, Danny? Just a great name like mm -hmm. from a marketing standpoint. If I'm going through chairs, they're like, would you like this leather, whatever, whatever? And they're like, how about the Mc, uh, McCrispy? That's mm -hmm. got my attention. I'm buying the McCrispy. And then when they tell me that it's grease proof, I'm sold. Okay. Danny, do you have a special story for us that you can share about your bolt hole? Only the most special stories. Okay. Ooh. All right. Danny, let's go ahead and hear what you have to say on Danny's famous bolt hole. Yes. This is something that happened last week. A nocturnal emission? Oh, no. And I, guys, are you there? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, sorry, just cut for a minute. But anyway, this happened last week during the lottery, and they were talking about it because the odds of this happening are one in four trillion. So you would need a sperm count of like super high mm -hmm. to actually be the one that wins. And this is the story of the guy whose house or front porch was obliterated by a meteor. Do you guys wow. see the story at all? No. no. So he woke up to a big bang in his house on fire. And he grabbed his dogs and ran out in the house, I believe, burned down. And the reason they think it was a meteor is because there's people in the area who caught it on like, uh, you know, da uh, dashboard cams, store cams of this light streaking through the sky. And it hit his front porch. It exploded, blew, blew the front part of his house up and set everything on fire. The odds of that in happening, of happening, one in four trillion. Oh, my God. But the... Uh, wouldn't they find the meteor meteor See, that's or some what, debris, yeah, and then that, that would be worth a lot of money to him? Because if you found like a meteor that was like any amount of size, like even if it was the size of like a, a finger or something, it should be worth quite a bit of money. Yeah, and even my kids brought that up. Where's the meteor? Because that should be the follow up story, and I haven't mm -hmm. seen any any news yet. Because you can sell meteor the rock material from a meteor for very very high sums of money. Yes. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, yeah, too bad. His shack, which was blown up by a meteor, that's sad. Mm -hmm. But everybody got out alive, even his pets. And now he's got, um, you know, black gold on his and front porch. Somewhere. Yeah, mm -hmm. sitting somewhere. somewhere. Yeah. Uh, Scooped it. it up. Do you think this is aliens? Uh, <laughs> Michael in the chat says the first shot has been fired. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> really aliens wouldn't even have to use any sophisticated weapon. They would just have to nudge space rocks. 
towards our planet. And this mm-hmm. would be happening all the time. Right now, luckily, the odds are one in four trillion. You think if that increases, then there's then an outside could- <laughs> force that we need to be suspicious of. Yeah, you should be very concerned if the odds drop down to like one in 10. Or if, that, or if this guy... The sign mm-hmm. of salt on the planet. If this guy's new house that he moves into also gets hit by a meteor. Yeah, then, we, we should investigate his interstellar activities yeah. and see what kind of stuff he's been downloading from the interstellar, uh, stellar, you know, world. And check, yeah, what's but, his sperm count also? Yeah, we need to find that out. Probably yeah, through the roof. He might have, yeah, especially after the meteor lands. Or all the way gone. Or or zero. Zero or 10 trillion. Mm -hmm. Why did the aliens want to kill him so badly? Like, what does he have on that? You think that he is the key to uh, the the world's continued population growth? (laughs) I think he's got some compromising pictures of Marglarg. (laughs) and they can't start the invasion until they take him out and get their hands on these uh, videos and pictures okay Mm -hmm. that he's got yeah so far they missed and Mm -hmm. we're like oh one in four trillion that will happen again but rob's right if this does happen at his next house he's obviously the target of Mm -hmm. some alien species where did this happen danny oh i want to say california but let me oh okay yeah northern california yeah Danny, are you familiar with where? Is, it, is there a city? No, it wasn't a town I recognized. Hmm. Yeah. It's not, not near where we go for the Bryson retreat. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Was this confirmed that I just did a quick Google of the story that it seems like that investigators are uh, maybe saying that this was dubious uh, that the, the meteor started the yeah, fire. And of course it could be, right? Because like we've all pointed out, no meteor has been found, yes. which is the number one thing you would look for. They'll, all it is is circumstan- uh, circumstantial evidence. They have the streaking through the sky. He claims to have woken up with a loud bang in his house on fire. Hmm. Yeah. So yeah, there is reason to be uh, suspicious, but if it did happen, I'm just saying, or if you know of anyone that this happens to, that is very rare. One Could in four trillion. This have been some sort of a like photon torpedo. Oh, like some that they fired like, 100%. Yeah, a weapon a hundred light yeah. years ago, and it just yeah. slowly found its way to the planet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you think <laughs> on the edge of the universe, somebody fired a laser? Something yeah, fired a. Yeah. Yeah, photon laser mm-hmm. aimed just at random because you can't lock your sights in on Earth from the very edge <laughs> of the universe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then this thing was fired uh, over 6,000 years ago, you think, Danny? Or it's retaliation for us sending that thing to ram that meteor, mm-hmm. right? And then the Ooh. meteors are actually fighting back. Or you don't think it's uh, retaliation for us sending the Carpenter song in the 70s to <laughs> those golden welcome. discs? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah those welcome. are weird. If anyone no. gets, their, gets their hands on those, they're going to think we're really weird as a species. Well, yeah. radio stations, there was a radio station that was pumping that out into outer space, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, okay. there, it's for something. They're not retaliation. Retali- yeah. This is a retaliation of some sort. Mm hmm. Do you think the aliens will show up and then they think like, oh, this is your favorite song? And everybody's like, no, <laughs> no. I like that song. Yeah. It's I better like that, that it, it's better that that record got sent out then than like in 2000. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Welcome occupants like what, of interplanetary What could they have craft? sent out in 2000? Like Third Eye Blind mm, or uh, Matchbox, Matchbox 20 or whoever it was? Yeah. Uh, 
Dave Matthews Band. Dave Matthews Band. It just wouldn't have been a good time to send Nelly's Country Grammar. (laughs) (laughs) There's a lot of good hits actually. When we're now we're that we're listing them. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I can't even remember half of their names. I don't know if I'm getting them correctly, but I do remember they were bad. Mm. So, in a good way. Must be glad that we sent it out. Yeah. Yeah. Boy, um, I'm looking at the pictures of uh, the the House. wreckage. Uh, yeah, really got the, got got destroyed. Yes, Marglard got him good. They got him. <laughs> well, yeah, no, they, they got him good. If that was a mob hit from the Interstellar mob, they <laughs> thought maybe yes. this was like they were they, he was pranking them. But uh, yeah, yeah. Look at this. If this is if he did fake this, he's really committed to it. He picked the one thing that's really hard to believe: a yeah. meteor, one in four trillion, and set his house on on fire and smashed the entrance. So he's really picked a weird way to get insurance for his house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So, do you need specific coverage for <laughs> meteor strikes? Like, is that a thing? Yeah. Are you, are, yeah. It's are you a ten million dollar meteor insurance. <laughs> you think it was an inside job? I think I think if you add meteor insurance to your already existing policy, it's uh, three cents a year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, check out this. Uh, this is uh, the house. Uh, okay. Destroyed. Boom. Man, was this all from the meteor? Or did the meteor start the fire it and then? The fire. Yeah. So it, it's a mixture of both. Yeah. Okay. Well, I actually, love, no. It is all this dog. The meteor. Mm-hmm. the meteor did everything. The meteor did everything. What I mean is, like, it started the fire. It yeah. smashed up the porch. Oh my god! All right, be careful out there. Okay, uh, you could Wait. contribute to their GoFundMe. Yeah, is this scientifically is the meteor carrying enough heat on impact that it would start a fire, or did it something in the house like it cut a gas line or sparked something? I'm sure, investigators will figure that that all out. They've sent their finest team of scientists out there. I saw I'm them sure. in the picture. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So. Okay. Um, yeah, they did lose one dog. They had one dog that oh. like, uh, lost in the fire, and the other dog. So Schmarglard got exactly Schmarglard. what he wanted. It sounds like <laughs> he knew. He, he still said. hasn't gotten the video Don't tapes or it. Yeah, he sounds like he and, had one target. Yeah, according to the GoFundMe, uh, they don't even have fire insurance, so I don't even think they had uh, meteor insurance. Mm. Yeah. So. All right, everybody. Media, uh, meteor insurance might be th- free through your checking account. Do you? Is that true? Let me just Google <laughs> meteor, <laughs> meteor insurance. Is that covered? Check your car um, rentals. <laughs> yeah, you your Amex might cover that. <laughs> yeah, so I don't think it's normal coverage. It looks like that. I'm seeing an article from uh, 2020 about this. There's a Florida company that is selling asteroid insurance, um, mm-hmm. but. I don't think that it's part of your standard insurance coverage. If we have any insurers in listening to the podcast, we'd love to hear that. Got to check my policy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now I'm also concerned. Right? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. This one company, the St. Lawrence Agency, was offering up to $10 million of asteroid insurance for just $25. $10 million. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they probably need insurance for that insurance. <laughs> yeah. That's how they're even able to offer this. What mm-hmm. they do is they break it down into smaller insurance, what they then sell off as, uh, you know. Yeah. What about some sort of like a planet killing asteroid? Uh, can you claim on that if it doesn't directly hit your house? Uh, would it kill the entire planet? Hmm. I don't know. I mean, I'd have to look into, you know, see what I've got on my policy and then see what my insurer offers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm going to need to talk to my guy, 
ASAP. Yeah. All right. Talk to your local insurance agent. All right. Danny, anything else? No, still just working hard. Mm-hmm. Grinding away for that 100,000 uh, subscribers so you can finally get verified. Yep. You're going to get there, bud. And then hopefully Mr. Beast will be keeping track of everything you have going on. Of you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'd be so cool. Maybe he'll like, yeah, um, call I, you up to the majors. Like, yeah, uh, Danny, I've been collab. watching. Yeah. Time like to collab. <laughs> yeah, so that's what I've got. I've got um, working on videos, trying to exercise and hang out with Tyson when he's in town. Yes. Will you be taking up smoking to try to make your exercise uh, more strenuous? Yeah, like uh, one in each nostril. If it gets too easy. Yeah, right. That could be a cool way to get more viewers. Maybe start doing what I do, but while smoking cigarettes or vaping. Mm-hmm. I'll look into that, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. I'm excited to see you on this new journey yeah, of do life. some collaborations with Camel cigarettes. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know where to find him, Camel. He's on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can't be worse than all that hot soup you put into your body. Mm, only I could get sponsored by Big Soup. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And oh, then Knorr's or whatever. Knorr's. Oh, oh, yeah. Knorr's. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's probably silent. Yeah. All right. Tyson, what's coming up for you this week? Uh, I had inside Major League Pickleball uh, yesterday. We talked to the head of sports marketing at Anheuser Busch. And mm-hmm. you can listen to that. Uh, just search inside Major League Pickleball. And again, subscribing to that would help me out a lot. So if you subscribe, give it a five-star rating or any rating, mm-hmm. just interact with Don't that. Don't be stingy that with be. your stars. It doesn't cost yeah. you anything. To, yeah, three stars. I'm going to save all my guy. stars for a rainy day. Yeah. So uh, that would help me out a lot on Inside Major League Pickleball. And then uh, tomorrow, Survivor again. Yep. And uh, I'll be chatting with Todd Herzog. Oh, nice. And uh, top secret new podcast project coming up uh, that I will be doing the first recording of on Thursday. Are you? Will you be recording from inside Area Fifty One? <laughs> I'll be recording from right here. Okay, oh. not too so, far from Area Fifty One. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Check that out. I got to cover uh, the brand new Lindsay Lohan holiday film on Netflix last night. How was it's called it? Falling for Christmas. Oh. Uh, it's basically, uh, do you ever see the movie Overboard? Uh, yes. Goldie Hawn. Yes. Goldie yep. Hawn, Kurt Russell. Yeah. It's, yeah. Ba- it's basically that. Mm, but worse? Probably worse because I felt like that they really made like Goldie Hawn be like, uh, a, like a real jerk in the beginning of the movie. And then she lost yeah. her memory. And then the guy made her his slave. And then uh, that was, I mean, that's basically the plot of the movie. Yeah. I guess you could say made. I haven't seen yeah. it in a very long time. Yeah. But the, Lindsay Lohan, they didn't really make her out to be uh, that bad in the beginning of the movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So yeah. she wasn't that bad, but still ended up getting hoodwinked. She was more useless than evil. Yeah. Okay. So hmm. check that out. Uh, fun podcast over on Nothing But Netflix. Thank you so much for joining us here on News AF this week. Be back next time with more interesting news stories. Take care, everybody. Have a good one. Bye. We did it, guys. 